Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Catholic Link podcast, the podcast for busy Catholics. My name is Father Rob Adams, and it has been way, way too long since I've been able to record an episode, and I'm hoping that uh, we're over that hump now. And just in case you didn't know what was going on, my computer had a critical hardware failure. And that's kind of a problem when you use your computer to record podcasts and do work and stuff like that. So it wasn't that I didn't want to record podcasts or that I got burned out or anything. I just physically couldn't do it because my machine didn't work. But now we've got those repairs done and it kind of looks like everything is working the way it's supposed to be. Fingers crossed, right? Now, today as I'm recording this, Right now, it's August the 11th, and for all you good faithful Catholics who know the liturgical calendar, August the 11th is the Feast of Who? It's the Feast of St. Clair. Now, I have a particular thing for, for celebrating St. Clair's Feast Day because my parish is named after St. Francis. And uh, if you know anything about the saints, you probably know, and no judgment if you don't, but... A lot of people know that St. Francis and St. Clair were really two peas in a pod. They were they were sort of partners in crime, but the opposite of crime. So partners in virtue, I guess. That doesn't sound as good. But anyway, you get the idea. They were they were tied together. Now, one of the things that I find a little bit it's a little bit discouraging. It's, I mean, it's not bad. It's just not the full picture. In the, in the church's prayers, like the Liturgy of the Hours, they focus a lot on Claire as this embodiment of poverty. So the church seems to focus a lot on Claire's spirituality and, you know, her, her contribution to St. Francis's movement of holiness. And yeah, I mean, I absolutely agree with that. It's hard to disagree. But, but I want to focus on Claire in a different light because I think this is a light that it resonates more with me as a, as a parish priest, but I also think it kind of resonates more with the world as we see it today. Because no one doubts that Claire was a good Franciscan. But I think a lot of people forget the role she played in Francis's life. Now, what, what is that? Well, okay, so before I get into anything about her role, we got to talk about Francis. And I'm not talking about Pope Francis, talking about St. Francis of Assisi back in the back in the, the early high Middle Ages. I have this very controversial belief that Francis of Assisi was, I mean, there's no nice way to say it. Francis of Assisi was a crazy man. Yeah, definitely a saint, definitely very holy. But Francis was also nuts, like really, really nuts. And he kind of falls in more with an ancient tradition of what we call a holy fool. We think of Francis now as this great religious reformer and a founder of a, a ginormous religious family. But Francis probably would have seen himself more in the line of the holy fools that the Eastern churches celebrate. And these were people who were, they were so holy that they were kind of proud of being crazy. You know, we see this a lot in the life of, for example, like St. Philip Neri, um, who tried to be a little bit goofy so that people would, would not really respect him as much. But I say this because I think we need to understand just how crazy Francis was to get the role that Claire played. So two stories from Francis's life that kind of show that he needed 
um, let's let's say it nicely, some some guidance. So one story that I love is that, you know, it's it's pretty well known that when Francis was struggling with with thoughts that he didn't want, whether they were impure thoughts or just temptations in general, it's said that he would strip himself and then jump and jump into a thorn bush. Think about that. You know, that's 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 certainly something, you know, every time he had a thought he didn't want, he was he was rolling around in a thorn bush to try to discipline his body. Definitely excessive and he himself claimed that it was excessive on his death he said he was unkind to brother body well he used another word but i can't say that so he he was unkind to his brother his body but there's another story from france's life that also kind of shows that he needed just a little bit of help once people started to think that francis was a holy man it said that he stripped himself i don't this guy loves stripping himself he stripped himself and then tied himself to a donkey and after he had successfully secured himself to this donkey, he hit it. And the donkey went running, dragging a stripped Francis through the streets of Assisi. And he did this just so that people would not respect him. Definitely not the most well-adjusted individual. Definitely holy, definitely full of love, but there's a lot that needs some, some shaping. And if you don't believe me, you can see how the Pope didn't approve many of Francis's first rules and constitutions for his order, because quite frankly, they were, they were crazy. So what kept Francis going? Here's where I'm going with the, the kind of central theme. I think that it was actually St. Clair, Clair of Assisi, that kept Francis on the straight and narrow and helped him secure a lasting foundation for the movement that he was trying to get started. And how would she do that? Well, Claire was very behind the scenes. She was a noble woman who was attracted to his preaching and to the things that he lived and taught. And that meant some very practical things. While Claire loved poverty and she's renowned for her poverty, she had some means being a noble woman. And they had to have somewhere to live. They had to provide food for all of these people who were following them. So Claire's means would have been really necessary for Francis to get off the ground. It actually reminds me a lot of the women in the gospel who follow Jesus. And it says that they supplied for the disciples' needs. It's unlikely that Jesus would have been able to keep up with all of these followers if these very good women weren't helping supply them. But there was another thing that I think Claire did that really helped Francis, and that was that she provided encouragement for him. She was a kind sister-like figure to him, really expressing what the what's kind of in the past been called the feminine genius. She was she was a friend to him, a sister to him, and really encouraged him in these moments where he might have been tempted to take things a little too far. So what does Claire mean for the church today? Obviously, read her life, great example of poverty, love for the Eucharist, following Jesus, yes. But I think maybe another lesson we can draw is the effect and the importance of these women who minister in the church. And obviously, you know, they're not priests, well, that's fine. But I think of all the women who do nice things for priests. I mean, in my own parish, there's, there's a lot of ladies who bring me food. There's a lady who made vestments that we needed for, for the parish. A lot of women do so much 
in our churches. And if you are one of these women or you know one of these women, you should feel thanked and you should thank them. Because honestly, I don't think many of our parishes, including the big ones, would be able to function without all these women doing labor for free because they want to, because they want to help. So this behind-the-scenes support really does matter. But there's another thing, too, though, and I think it's the role that women play in the heart of the church, and that's this role of encouraging and building up and standing there uh, to help other people out. Now, obviously, they can help other women. There's no rule saying they can't. But I just I find that it's something that guys aren't quite as equipped to do. And I know that's not really popular to say with our current cultural climate, but but I, it's just something that sticks out to me with Claire's life, her her sisterly influence, the fact that she she knew how to calm him down and to encourage him and to to keep him going. You know, that really was from God. So I think that uh, if you play one of these background roles in the church, you really ought to celebrate this because without you, our church wouldn't be what it is today. And without the example of these holy women like Claire striving to follow Jesus as close as they can, we would be significantly impoverished. So this has been the Catholic Link Podcast, the podcast for busy Catholics. You can head on over to catholiclink.org and find all of our past material there. I really hope that we can get a lot more podcasts out very soon. But until then, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your patience and God bless you.